Good morning, good morning, world, and welcome to the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. Right now, we are just doing our tags to invite folks on, and so please just bear with us as we do our tags and bring a few folks on as we are live now. Thank you. All right, fellas, I'm ready when you guys are. All ready. Yeah, okay. we're ready. Good, Jamar. Yeah. All right. And so, good morning, good morning, world. Hello, and welcome back to yet another fun field season here with us on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. As we embark upon our seventh episode with our guest for this morning, Mr. Xavius Rice. And so, yes, world, we are back like a shark attack, back like we left some, back like we ain't got no clothes on our back, and for the world is a better place when the early morning sports talk podcast is taking place. And so thank you for tuning in with us this morning as we conversate about the latest sports topics that have taken place from this past week and will be upcoming this week. It is always the blast to have you all tune in and participate with us. As a reminder that every week we always like to begin our podcast by reminding our audience that the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast can be found on Facebook via the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast community page on Instagram, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify as the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, as well as our own Facebook pages via Brandon Price, Jamar Goodman, and Jones, as well as our guests for this weekend. Today is September 30th of 2023. And we have seen yet another fascinating week in the sports world. Well, we saw Mr. Dame time, Mr. Damian Lillard become traded to the Milwaukee Bucks after it was so much speculation in Miami, even to the point to where superstar uh, of the Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler, stated that the NBA should look into tampering on how all of the sudden Mr. Dame time ended up in Milwaukee. It was even rumored that Mr. Dame time possibly didn't even want to go to Milwaukee. On the other hand, we saw Thursday Night Football, uh, the Detroit Lions show people that they are the real deal, going into Lambeau and smashing the Green Bay Packers in what was a short week uh, for the Detroit Lions and Green Bay Packers. 
On the other hand, we saw last Saturday the Buffaloes of Colorado get stomped and romped by the Oregon Ducks to the point to where folks were angry at the head coach for Oregon because he was going on on fourth down or every time they got the ball. It got so bad to the point to where the coaches got in the ear for the Oregon Ducks head coach and said, hey, the game's over. Just, just slow down. And so the Colorado Buffaloes definitely, definitely got humbled last week. And on the other hand, we see the MLB playoffs heating up with uh, our Chicago Cubs being in the mix and right now being in a very dangerous mix of possibly missing the National League wild card at the moment. And so with that being said, our guest for this morning and our brother who joins us, um, you could say for the second time on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, um, but there were a few errors on the first time because our brother, he has work. He gets to the bag. Our brother, Mr. Xavier Rice, uh, Mr. Xavier Rice, um, he's a former, uh, he's a current uh, always for life Morgan Park Mustang. Um, I say former because we both studied and graduated in the same class in 2008. Um, Mr. Xavier Rice, he has jobs within the vendor industry as well as the casino industry where he deals tables. Uh, he is currently a supervisor um, at a new uh, up-and-coming casino in the Chicagoland area. And so it is a pleasure. It is a great, great pleasure to have Miss Xavier Rice, our brother, join us on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. He he gives a lot of great commentary on our page often, and he's involved. And so with that being said, we, uh, not just I, Miss Xavier Rice, thank you for joining us this morning on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. How are you this morning, my brother? Feeling pretty good. Uh, a lot of topics you got going on, and uh, I thank you for having me on again. And hopefully, this time is a, a lot more lucrative to the discussion. Okay, yes, sir. Let's get to the lucrative discussion. Yes, on the other hand, our brother, Mystic Jamar Goodman. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mystic Jamar Goodman, one of my other partners on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, and my brother from another mother. Mr. Jamar Goodman, good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, fellas. How's everyone? Pretty good. Pretty Man, I'm great, bro. Thank you. Yes. And additionally, introducing our partner here on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast and my brother from another mother, Mr. Ann Jones, a.k.a. Mr. Rod Tidwell. Mr. Ann Jones, my bro, what it do? Hey, how's everybody doing? How's everybody feeling? Great, bro. Good. Yes. Yes. And so with that being said, let's get right into it, gentlemen. Yes. So Dame Time arrives in Milwaukee. Dame Times arrives in Milwaukee. And so we got some uh, expectations to talk about, et cetera. And so just curious, fellas, uh, we'll start with you, Jamar. Then we'll go with you, Ann, and we'll follow up with you, Xavius. And so just curious, uh, Jamar, what were your thoughts from this trade? Um, and just from a basketball perspective, uh, where do you think this puts Milwaukee within the Eastern Conference and the NBA as a whole? Brandon, you lucky I could not find my Giannis jersey this morning. It, it would have been you know, hanging up behind me or I would have been, you know, wearing it right now. I see that grown man grown man shirt, though. Yeah, I did. You know, I had to, you know, one time for the one time. Um, yes, but, yeah, uh, fellas, as you know, I'm, I'm a big, you know, Giannis fan and um, – you know, Milwaukee's always, you know, been in contention for the past, I say, four years now, like a real NBA contender. Um, 
as we know, they won a couple years ago, probably three years ago to be exact. Um, and with that team, you know, Drew Holiday at that time was the missing piece for them. Um, and they were just, you know, gritty team that happened to some at, at, and during that playoff run with the right, maybe the right place at the right time type deal. Um, I guess the way that Brooklyn went out the way they did when they was able to capitalize and, you know, actually ultimately win a championship against Phoenix in the finals. Um, this last summer, uh, well, the last postseason, rather, you know, Giannis gets hurt and, uh, you know, Jimmy Butler happened. And and as good uh, of a defense that Drew Holiday was playing, as we know in this league, especially nowadays, great offense ultimately trumps great defense. And that's exactly what happened in that series. Um, so with that being said, the arrival of Damian Lillard, catapults this team to, in my opinion, the top of the Eastern Conference. Uh, do I have them as title favorites? Maybe. I, I can't definitively say yes, but, I mean, they, they right there. They are definitely right there because, yeah, you lose the perimeter defense in Drew Holiday. I understand that, which is also one of, you know, Giannis, like, brothers or best friends or whatever you want to call it. You, you lose that. You lose Grayson Allen. We, we we know how we feel about Grayson in Chicago. Um, so we leave that alone. Um, <laughs> exactly. But, but what you do get is a player that's top three, top two at his position, a player that solves one big problem for the Milwaukee Bucks that they really haven't had, which is a closer, a person that can close games and take, pressure off of Giannis on the offensive end a person that once Giannis is double teamed you you cannot sit there and ignore Damian Lillard Damian Lillard also makes it easier for guys like Chris Middleton to get theirs also makes it easier you know for guys like Bobby Portis to get theirs now all of a sudden uh Cunnington becomes wide open at times because you cannot focus all on Giannis you cannot focus all on Damian Lillard and the fact that Damian Lillard brings range on offense makes it that much more easier for Giannis to get his as well. It is a perfect complement to, to Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks on the offensive end. Do you are you gonna miss some of that perimeter defense? Absolutely, but Milwaukee is known for defending well collectively as a team, and especially on the interior. So yeah, if they get past Damian Lillard, so what? You still got towers down low with Giannis. And Brooke Lopez, this team is built to win. Now this team is probably going to win if everything stays healthy. This team probably is going to come out the Eastern Conference, and they should win at least one, if not two, titles in this run. And the fact that you got Damian Lillard for three more years, I'm pretty sure Giannis at this point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Giannis is going to resign. Um, so, part of me is a little sad as a Bulls fan, but nevertheless, yeah, this 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 move moved every single needle to the right for sure yeah somebody gonna comment that um i thought dame time hated super teams and so just wanted to put that out there and so <laughs> so let me all right so let me uh rebuttal to that like so how would this be considered a super team i have i don't know it, but it's when not you like sit there and think about it, it is interesting. You can't sit there and not say this isn't a super team. 
I mean, because Chris I feel, Middleton is pretty damn good himself. All right, we we gonna punt the oh, brakes on Chris Middleton. We we no no no. no. I'm just saying that's that's he your third wheel now, Chris Middleton. Just, no, yeah. Same uh, time as oh, a. This is like Steph Curry. This is basically like Steph Curry being with Giannis. This is a super team. No, 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 no. So. When we think of super teams, in my opinion, we think of the Heatles with Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, and LeBron James. We think of the Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green. You have two superstars and an inconsistent one-time all-star. His only problem is injury. The Celtics, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's... That's different. And, and so I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying that this is a super team in comparison to Golden State. I'm not saying that this is a super team in comparison to the Miami Heat. Those the the, the difference between those the, those teams in Milwaukee is that they have more than two superstars. Okay, so Milwaukee um, has just Dame um, and 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 Giannis, which is a lot. I mean, a lot to deal with. Then Chris Middleton is your third wheel. He's not a scrub. I mean, Chris Middleton can play the game. Um, and 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 like you say, Xavius, injury really is what, in a way, kind of has, you know, slowed him down. But he'd be an all-star more than just one time if he wasn't injured. The dude can ball. Um, and so, yeah, I kind of look at them as a super team. They, they they don't have the three or four superstars, but they, the damn it, they got a lot. They got That's a lot, true. and 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 they gonna be tough as hell for anybody. Um, and so yeah, I actually agree with that person who stated that they are a super team. And, and when they both on the court, I feel sorry for my Bulls and various other teams because Giannis already um, is is he can drop forty or fifty, but Dame Lillard can too, y'all. And that it doesn't matter who it is. It don't matter. Those guys can get a hundred points. That's a goddamn super team. Uh Ian. Okay, you can agree, Jamar. That's just my opinion, bro. And so what are your thoughts on this? Surprising move. Um, I didn't see, you know, him going to Milwaukee. That that kind of threw me for a loop. You know, all we heard was, you know, Miami. Um Toronto was kind of at the forefront, but um, I know Toronto didn't want to give up Scotty Barnes. So, I mean, rightfully so, I wouldn't give up Scotty Barnes either. But, um, and maybe the Bulls, maybe. and But that's pretty much all I really heard. And, you know, maybe a couple other teams probably reached out, but now nah, we didn't hear Milwaukee. Now, that was, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. Um, when I originally got the news, I thought it was going to be to Miami. But, I mean, it's an excellent move. I mean, you know, Milwaukee, they have a closer now. Um, Damian Lillard is actually one of my favorite players in a, you know, in the league right now. You know, I'm really upset with Chicago that we didn't make that happen. And we let him, you know, come literally an hour and a half away. But right. that's, another, that's, another, that's another story for another day. Um, it's a, I mean, it's a great move. They they should be great. The only thing I don't like about the trade is um, 
I actually wouldn't have gave up Drew Holiday. I would have kept Drew Holiday and maybe gave up Chris Middleton. Um, just based upon, you know, his inconsistency and injuries. You know, he's been injured a lot lately, and you basically gave up the best two-way player, well, one of the best two-way players in the, in the game right now, which is Drew Holiday. I wouldn't have gave up Drew Holiday. Now, what is crazy is, um, I was discussing this with uh, with Terrence yesterday. What if, you know, the Blazers are reportedly supposed to trade Drew Holiday? Um, or maybe he'll get released or something of that magnitude. What would be crazy is, if, what if he finds his way back to Milwaukee for, you know, lesser pay? Because I know he probably don't want to play over else. And that would be nuts. Then, I mean, I do feel like they have a... A big three with a super team. Uh, you could say that, but it's just Chris Middleton. kind of inconsistent. If they get Drew Holiday back, oh, they're a super team for real. <laughs> so, but it, I mean, it was a it was a good deal. It just kind of took me by surprise that it was it was Milwaukee, out, you know, out of everybody. Because at first when I got the news, I was like, I know he didn't go to the Lakers. And he's like, no, not the Lakers. I was like. Miami? Nope. I heard uh, Milwaukee. I was like, wow, that's that's big. So, yeah, like Jamar stated, you know, I guess Giannis, he ain't going nowhere for a while now. So, um, it was a, I mean, it was a great deal. I, I think it took a, I think it took everybody by surprise of the location, though. Right. Xavier, what's your thoughts, bro? So, what are your expectations for this team? And just what's your thoughts about this move in general? You know what? Uh, I think Milwaukee made a they great made a great move for themselves. Mostly, like if you look at the playoffs with their battle with the Heat, their problem wasn't defense; it was that they had nobody that could score. So with Damian Lillard running the offense, that frees up Giannis off the ball, and they don't have a lot of scrub. Like let's just get this clear: their roster is a super team. Even their bench is pretty deep. Bobby Portis was in the running for Sixth Man of the Year. He'll drop twenty. And defend and shoot the three ball. They, they still got a pretty good pieces. I don't know if it puts them ahead of Boston for my favorite in the East because uh, they gave up a big like like I said, Drew Holiday. He's a lockdown defender, so he can stop. He can shut down a Jalen Brown and, and make it a one sided battle between two superstars. So I'm not quite sure if I'll put them ahead of Boston yet. But they are moving in the right direction. And like Ian said, if they get Drew Holiday back, yeah, that, that got to put them <laughs> on top of the East anywhere. Right. Yeah. Um, I question, y'all, and it's just me. I question if Drew Holiday is still a lockdown defender. Because Jimmy Butler murdered his ass last. He murdered him. I mean, abused him. Y'all remember. Y'all watched, right? <laughs> Y'all watched. And yep. and Jamar, you predicted the Miami Heat would beat the, you know, they could be dangerous. And and what did they turn out to be? Jimmy Butler embarrassed that kid. And so, yeah, maybe the Bucks kind of knew what they were doing here when they gave up Drew Holiday. On the other hand, um, Drew Holiday probably and had to be given up. He had to be given up because he, you know, presents a lot of value out there. Um, and like you mentioned, the inconsistency of health with Chris Middleton 
possibly was a reason why he wasn't put on the block. Um, and now you move him down to being a third option, which is a very good third option to have on the offensive end for sure. Um, makes Milwaukee a very, very interesting and dangerous team. And so let me ask you guys this, because Jamar stated his opinion for the Eastern Conference. Ian and then Xavier's. Is the Bucks your favorite out of the East now? And so, Ann, starting with you, is the Bucks the favorite out of your out of the East now? Uh, my answer might be biased, but I I think they I think that a uh, favorite out of the East right now. Um, I know Boston has you know they've been to the finals what two years ago, and they've been there uh, for and in the conference finals probably like the last couple years but um I don't know if that I don't know if that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum uh, is working how it should be now I, I wouldn't count them out but do I think they're gonna be a favorite Nah, I think I, I got Milwaukee as a favorite now with Dame and Giannis that's gonna be something to see yeah yeah and Xavier what about you no I don't think it puts them there only because I don't feel like uh, Damian Lillard has the defensive prowess to to keep him there. Like they'll score a lot of points, but it'll be a it'll be a very close battle. The scores will be more like two forty in the two forties for a game versus a defensive shutdown at the end where we're relying on Damian to make one shot. I feel like Damian make a shot, but that he's gonna give up a shot on the other end. So I'm still gonna go with Boston for the Eastern Conference. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So it definitely looks like here though that it's between Boston and Milwaukee um right now as the two favorites from the East. Um although Philly might have something to say, who knows? Um the Bulls might have some, I'm joking. I wish. Um <laughs> you know. <laughs> Miami might, uh, who knows, Miami, they, uh, is rumored that Drew Holiday possibly could be looking at Miami. We'll see. Um, those are just rumors. You, you get, you know, little rumors on social media and stuff. And so we'll see what move Drew Holiday makes because whatever team he goes to, it propels them for sure. And so we'll see what move Drew Holiday makes. Does he go with OKC, a young and up-and-coming team? We'll see. Uh, but same time. Oh, dear. Milwaukee. All right. So, fellas, let's now progress to um, a very popular topic here right now and a topic that um, is talked about in the sports world. Uh, the Bad News Bears, our hometown team. And so, guys, I know that you uh, saw the um, – the romping last week in front of Taylor Swift. Um, felt like the game was over literally before it started. Um, a lot of uh, quitting the team, a lot of everything. Just Bears look terrible. Um, and so, Jamar, I want to start with you, um, Ian, etc. Just your thoughts from the game and where do the bears go from here? Like, uh, you know, like Justin Fields, he doesn't look motivated. The coaches look like they're trying to get fired. 
Um, just your thoughts, guys. I mean, let's just talk about the the, the Bears right now because it's, it's it looks really bad. Um, almost at rock bottom. Almost, not not quite. Uh, ask me again after tomorrow's game, but look, um, yeah, I feel like that game was over after our first drive. It, it was over. And the fact that Taylor Swift was there, of course, you know, Kansas City had extra incentive to go out there and just beat the brakes off of us. Of course, Travis Kelsey was going to score a touchdown in front of his perennial girlfriend. Who knows? Anyway, um, I feel like the only reason why our game wasn't probably the most talked about thing on Sunday was because the team that we play tomorrow got smacked you know, with, with by 50 points and gave us 70. That's that's the only reason why it wasn't the number one headline. But as far as our team, man, um, I mean, we kind of, you know, hinted at it last week to where, you know, like something has to give soon because jobs are going to be at stake. Like at this rate, like I, I don't know if, Eber is gonna make it through the rest of the year, even though he's technically our defensive coordinator now. I mean, but the way it's going, doesn't seem like that's happening. Uh Luke Getsy, I mean, he's in the same boat. Um, I know Kevin Warren probably came in and looking at all this, like like none of these are my people. And I am about ready to just, you know, <laughs> just cut them all loose. Cause it, it's it's an embarrassment, man. Um Dude, there's no way that this franchise has been around the longest period of time in the history of this game to be this bad, this uh, just an abysmal of just mediocrity at best, man. Like, this is just terrible. Um, Justin, like I, like we stated last week, Justin should be used in a different manner, but yet it's, it's the same old stuff. Um, I mean, yeah, Justin does hang on to the ball too long in certain situations, I feel like. You know, darn well, your offensive line is not good enough for you to be holding on the ball three, four seconds in the pocket knowing that somebody's going to get open. If they haven't got open yet and your line is that terrible, you need to do something yourself. That's just what it is for me. Despite of the play call, you need to go out there and make a play because at the end of the day, you on – you, you, you – I mean, you, you're under the microscope too this year. Like the team at this point probably not picking up your fifth-year option. The team at this point has the top two draft picks and is probably going to end up taking a quarterback preferably yeah. the guy out of USC and you're going to be probably out the door. Like, so yeah, no, no matter like we could blame, we can put fault a lot of different places here. Uh, but I'm just speaking for Justin at this point, because at the end of the day, you're going to lose out on your career and, and your millions of dollars and your extension and everything else. You, you need to go out there and just make plays. Just go out there and ball. Do not be quote unquote robotic. Like you said a couple of weeks ago, just go out there and make plays. Everything else will fall into place. Because, I mean, if you go out there and make plays and the coaching still suck, at least, you know, at least you did your thing. Um, but, yeah, at the end of the day, man, like, our team stinks. We stink. Like, I, I'm i at the point where I don't even want to watch another game until something changes. Like, I don't, I don't even want to tune in anymore. But I'll see you tomorrow, though, because somebody got to win to a certain degree. So, Unless suck, they tie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Which sure. would be a whole nother story in itself if they tie. Ian, bro, what are your thoughts about the Bears? And and 
out of I, I want to know you were you are very faithful. So I'm assuming that you better do it this week because if you did it last week, you picked the Bears, and I know you picked them out of love, out of the kindness of your heart. You don't want to give up on your team, and we haven't given up on them either. And so I'm expecting you to pick the Bears again. Damn it! If you if you if it was any week, it'll be this week for sure. <laughs> All the dominoes add up to pick them this week. At least that's that's what we say. And so, what are your thoughts, man? Because you had big expectations for our Bears. You you stated that Justin Fields would possibly be in an MVP conversation. You know, the Bears could go out and win eight or nine games, be a sneaky team that could you know get that last wild card. And right now, the Bears look like they just look like a team that's out of dysfunction right now. And so. How do you feel about this, and What are your thoughts about your Bears, bro? Uh, where do I begin? Oh, Lord. Um, yeah, I did pick them last week, you know, because I figured, you know, it's a lot of pressure on them, man. You know, we hadn't won a game, and, you know, the Chiefs were still looking, you know, to get the offense going. And, you know, naive. I was like, well, you know, maybe the Bears will come out and play their best game. Justin said, you know, he's going to come out, you know, play his game, and, it's like every it's like every week it get worse. We went from scoring twenty points against the Packers to we can barely score a touchdown now. And so it's yeah. I don't know, you know, for the last what I'm thirty two. For the last twenty some years, we've been talking about the same thing with the Bears. Offensive line play suck, bad quarterback play. Now it's the, it used to it, it didn't used to be the defense, but in the last probably ten, probably like the last 10, 12 years has been defense is terrible. Um we talk about the same stuff. No matter who's the quarterback, no matter who's the coach, no matter who's on defense, we talk about the same thing. It's like a recurring cycle. Defense uh offensive line is trash. Offensive line been trash probably since I was three. Offensive line been They're trash. Been trashed a long time. Uh, Bad quarterback play, another head coach, don't know what he's doing. Offensive coordinator, don't know it. We have never had a good offensive coordinator since I've been alive. Uh, I think anybody can attest to that. Um, I don't know. You know, at this point, I'm at the point where it's like, okay, you know, it. yeah, you know, some teams, you know, I feel like that we had that wasn't, you know, that talented or maybe we just need a you know a couple better players. But at this point now, it's like okay, it it can't be every player that we pick. It can't be every player that put on their Bears uniform. It has to start from the top. And I truly believe that's what it is. It, it starts from the top. Um, yeah, Justin may hold on to the ball a couple of times, but I did like in the Tampa Bay game a couple of times. I did see why he held on to the ball, why he didn't take off. Devin White spied him every player of the game, so I was watching. As I'm watching him hold the ball, I'm watching Devin White spot him. Now, anybody that know Devin White, Devin White is probably just as fast. As, yeah, yeah. He's probably just as fast as Justin Fields. Now, that doesn't mean he's supposed to hold on to the ball, but also um, with the inconsistent line play, I've had seen them block for him, and nothing happened, or he might hold on to the ball. And then the next play, they might not block at all. And it'd be tr- terrible. So I don't know. He just he not comfortable back there because they're not consistent. You know, um, 
We gave up David Montgomery. David Montgomery had three touchdowns the other night. I want that yep. throw up. <laughs> every every <laughs> with the lines for years, and as we stated for years, Bears players leave the Bears and they go have and, and pro thrive. seasons, win championships and Super Bowls when they lead the Bears. Uh-huh. This is faction. Just like uh, now, I'm starting to notice, you know. So Roquan, Smith, I always felt like Roquan Smith was one of you know one of the best, one of the best linebackers in the game when he was with the Bears. Uh, Roquan Smith didn't get no love over here with the Bears. Like he got, he got absolutely no love with the Bears. He almost he'd be like top three, top five in tackles in the league, or just doing anything everybody else does in the league. It goes unnoticed. He with the Ravens now. I bet you he started making Pro Bowls. Now, he didn't even make the Pro Bowl with the Bears. I bet you start making Pro Bowls now. It's just, it's just us as an organization. We just find some way to just. It's grandma at the top. Yeah, I think um, like even like even with the, even with Justin Fields, like I was having this conversation with a contractor the other day at work. I said, well, I've watched Justin Fields from Ohio State until now. Now I'm not well. Now this is not me being biased, but I'm like. That's not – I'm like, that Justin Fields that we watching every weekend, that's not Justin Fields. Like, first of all, Justin Fields is not even a runner like that. That was just Justin Fields being a playmaker last year, trying to do anything to help us win. That's what made us so optimistic with him coming into the second year of the offense, we getting weapons and things of that nature. But we look, we look even worse from last year. We ain't even scoring. We were the top uh, – we were the leading rushing team in the league last year. Uh, it's just it's not, at this point with me it starts from the top. Um, the secondary sucks. I'm tired of yeah, Eddie Jack. Eddie yeah. Jackson not even playing. Eddie Jackson not even playing this week. Jaquan Brisker he ain't did nothing since Roquan Smith left. Um, nope. Jalen Johnson we his, thought he was something. He Jalen Johnson he's not a number one corner. No. Um, and you know what? That's my thing too. So. We get these defensive-minded coaches, and you know, so I, I'll take that the offense is struggling. If you're def- if we're a defensive-minded team, or we're defensive, if you're a defensive-minded coach, I'll accept that the offense is struggling a little bit. But how we, how you a defensive-minded coach and the defense is trash, and then the offense is trash too. It, it ain't making no sense. It it, it ain't making no sense. Like Preach. I've I've seen the Bears, like probably like in a kind of bad state and be like okay we we kind of trash but it'd be like okay we don't have good enough players that's why we kind of trash this team ain't that bad talent wise this is probably has the worst i've ever seen the bears we have probably the most athletic quarterback in the league and we can't even put a couple drives together it, it, it's terrible so at this point i just think it's coaching with this team i think it's coaching more than anything it's coaching uh uh we need to work on this secondary the secondary is trash um the d-line i don't know the defense is just all together they just give up six seven yards every first down every run play i'll be like god we can't stop nobody but the one thing i will say about the defense about the, the defense that they'll give up all those yards but they'll get in the red zone and hold somebody to a field goal that's the crazy part They'll get in the red zone to host somebody to field. Now last week, last week was just I don't know what they they didn't they act like they don't even practice together. They come out to the field, they act like they don't even practice together. They act like they just a whole bunch of new guys, they come out there. 
I'm like, God damn, this is like a damn uh, fourth grade team. Like, do y'all practice at Hallis Hall? What are y'all doing at the meeting? Y'all don't, right. y'all not, y'all not uh, teaching nothing. Like, what, what's, what's, what's going on at Hallis Hall? So, mm. I mean, at this, at this point, with me, you know, it started at the top. It's the coaching, it's the organization. It's really the organization, and I think it's because of you know fans like us. We stay faithful to the Bears, no matter how trash they've been. We stay faithful to the Bears, no matter what. We fill out the seats, we sell out, we we there. It's brick cold outside, negative ten degrees outside. We still selling out the game. And they still losing. So that's supposed to be an advantage, right? Ian? that's supposed to be an advantage. Yeah, yeah, you know? no advantage. It's supposed <laughs> to be you got that weather. You're supposed to be like you coming to Chicago in the cold. You're supposed to take advantage of that. But just to go off the uh comments, y'all. Good morning, Dirk McGurk. He stated that the Bears unis are trash. He stated that the Bears need lovey. He stated the Bears are no, yuck. The Bears don't need lovey. And we need to stop saying that too. The Bears don't need lovey. The game has passed Lovey Smith on. Lovey Smith went to Illinois and barely won a game. The game has passed Lovey Smith on. Uh, we don't need Lovey either. We need a whole nother. We don't need no love. We don't need Lovey Smith. Let Lovey be where he at. Thank you for addressing that, Ian. Thank I kind of agree with you. It, it's passed Lovey by. But a lot of Bears fans, as y'all know, right, Xavius, they always state, when Lovey was here, we were winning. We had an identity. We, we had a culture. Now, I don't know, since he left, he just, man, um, Dirk McGurk stated, it's not even that they need lovey, need a lovey type. MFs ain't going on, so the, the Bears ain't doing nothing. And so, uh, good morning, Victor Young. He He's excited to see this. Victor Young, our friend from the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. Uh, he said, and the organization was happy to get him. As well as the new GM, same show. And so he's talking about Matt Eberflus. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Victor. The organization was, but we wasn't on the early morning sports talk podcast. We had questions when Eberflus came in. We like Indianapolis ain't even a great damn team. Like, what you grabbing it from Indianapolis for? Like, I could see if they were like Kansas City or something. But the Bears oh, grabbed yeah. him and, and 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 the organization was just happy. it's crazy. On the other hand, but everywhere else, Everflus flourished defensively. And so Victor Young is talking about the organization. He stated everywhere else, Everflus <laughs> Look, and I look, Victor, everywhere everybody go outside of Chicago, they flourish. Damn it, you don't get the point by now, okay? People lead the Bears go win Super Bowls, all right? They go on to have Pro Bowl careers, all right? They need the Bears. They're going to be productive citizens of the world, okay? And so this ain't nothing new here. And so, Xavier, it's my bad, bro, uh, for, 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 for interrupting your time. Uh, but go ahead. Uh, go ahead and uh, give us your thoughts on the uh, bad news Bears. Man, you know what? I was with Ian. I saw him post the Bears going to win. I'm looking like it's the Chiefs. I know they weren't going to win, but I thought it'd be a lot closer. Justin Fields can't come out, throw the coaches under the bus. You know, it's a, it ain't me. It's robotic. He's this and it's that. And he does all that talk, and he comes out and passes for 99 yards. You can't do that. You got to – he got to let the ball go. Like, they spent their first round – they traded the first round pick to get D.J. Moore. D.J. Moore, he got to win those 50-50 ball. You got to give him a chance. You got to let the ball fly. If you're going to get an interception, throw him the ball. 
I felt like personally they should have traded that pick for Burns instead of more because this D line just not getting it done. Like a good D line would make your cornerbacks play better, your safeties and your linebackers. They don't need that much. Your your players look a lot better when they don't need that much time to uh-huh. go out there and cover. Like they spent all this money on Edmonds that they could have gave to to Roquan, like they said. And Edmonds is getting carved up every play. Every time I look up. They're completing a big pass on third down. Like the Bears are getting stops on first and second you can't down. Can't even stop the run. Yeah, on third down, down, third down, automatic first down. I ain't even got to watch. I already know the yep. next play is the first down. It's like I don't know yep. what's wrong with him. And then the offensive line, it, it's yeah, he getting a little time, but it's not it's not consistent enough. They're getting consistently into the backfield. The receivers. Claypool just like he gave up. I don't know. That's the biggest waste of a second-round pick that we done seen. Tell me about it. Um, Darnell was hurt. I give him he was hurt, all right. But DJ's getting open. He he even dropped a dime. Like, Justin Fields, I can't, like I yeah. said, I, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I ain't never seen DJ Moore drop no ball he, like he that. Dropped a dime. That hurt my Justin heart. Fields, that hurt my when heart. When he sees the pass there, he's, he's throwing the passes that he sees. But his problem is. We got this 1970 offensive coordinator. We need a more modern coordinator that I'm takes advantage you. of these running quarters. Not everybody is a drop back passer. Because I'm looking, I was watching the 49ers game the other day. And if you look at everybody's worshiping Brock Purdy, all of those passes at the line of scrimmage, behind the line of scrimmage, right in the middle of the field. But when you're throwing the Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, as opposed to Chase K. Poole and Khalil Herbert, you're going to look a thousand times better. So, I don't know with the Bears. I, I'm not going to give up on them yet. I'm still watching tomorrow. I, but I don't believe they're going to beat Denver. I'm going to say Denver is going to blow them out because looking at the Denver Broncos, they got the same problem we have with their defense, but their offense is getting it done. Exactly. I don't think we can cover that rookie. That rookie's going to burn us in this game Sunday. And, and how embarrassing would that be, Xavius? For a team you to come out and give up 70 points one week and then come in your stadium the next week and beat you, just even beat you. Our offense not good enough to compete. I'm, I'm going to say that. It's going to look just like that Buccaneers game where Baker, Baker Mayfield came in here and carved us up. You know, I don't think we can compete offensively and not even to mention both of our defense suck, but our coordinators not getting it done. They're not calling the right plays or they're not putting the right personnel out there. Like, like the Bears football was smash mouth football, but we let go of our 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 main back for a change of pace back. And then the guy that could run the ball, I ain't I don't think I've seen Foreman touch the ball like once or twice. He was running over everybody in Carolina. I feel like if they threw him back there, somebody that's gonna move this, you know, make somebody feel a hit and, and think twice before they jump into the A gap or something. Right, that Bears could actually run the ball. It wouldn't be nobody's spying because they got to worry about the running back actually getting the ball. So all these screen passing and check downs not going to get it done for us. We got to change the whole philosophy. Mm. But the defense, I get them a pass because of whatever controversy was going on with the coordinator where he had to resign. So it takes a couple a couple weeks. I give them another couple weeks before Everflu's philosophy kick in, as opposed to who they had back there. I don't know what's going on with him. He resigned for family reasons or whatever. But um, yeah, it's 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 got it got a little crazy from what I was reading. Talking about the FBI raided Hollis Hall or something. Right, like exactly. That. 
Yeah, so I get a defensive pass, but we should have took Jalen Carter in the draft. He would make Man. that team look a, whole, a thousand times better. And then you on that. <laughs> a thousand times better. Yeah, I, 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 tagged, <clears throat> I tagged the Bears in that. He got the most uh, quarterback pressures in the league right now, I think. Well, he top two. Yeah. I was like, this is crazy. Damn, he, just really? always... he, was, he was a number one pick. He's supposed to be the number one pick. Number one pick, right. Nine. That's exactly. Right. Up. Up. I'm just like, what? Like they say, character concerns would have messed up the locker room. I think lo losing like you've been losing damages the locker room a thousand times worse. Exactly. He didn't. I feel like he didn't lost the locker room. Um, and also with with Deontay Foreman, Deontay Foreman Cook, they then fell in love with Roshan uh, Johnson. So yeah, Deontay Foreman will get no burn. They mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they release him in the next couple weeks. I mean, that's fine, but you need to play play a running back that's going to go up there and get you those dirty. Look at David Montgomery. He was getting three, four yards mm -hmm. a carry the other day. They yeah, yeah, the line physical. Uh, Green he made me, Xavier, he made me miss him so much. Like, he made me literally miss him so much the other night. I was watching Baltimore the other day. It made me miss Roquan so much. I was literally watching y'all the old wild card, and I was thinking we had the most terrible team with Mitchell Trubisky. I was just watching it, just reminiscing of us at least being a halfway damn decent team. And you you know, know, back when we, we had Aaron Robinson, and he was reliable to catch the ball. Like, at least he'll catch the ball, you know? I don't know what A-Rob looking like over there no more. He He's he struggling. Nah, he, 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 toast. <laughs> he toast, but when he was with the yeah. Bears, he was reliable with us. Maybe until that last year. For, yeah, you know, until you play, until right, right, right. he played Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> right. It was just like, I was just looking at our past team. Just remember, I even went to 07. Like, I'm sorry, y'all, but I had to go to the past because it just made me look at, like, you know, we thought we had the worst, but now look at us now, you know. Um, and so we need some uh, Bears fans need prayer right now. We should listen to prayers. Um, I'll tell you one more thing, though. Getting Caleb Williams as opposed to Justin Fields is not going to fit. It'll be the same thing. Oh, we got the great slice bread, but we still got the same offensive line and these same garbage coordinators. We, we steady going back to the, like the Sox. Hiring Tony LaRusso, he a dinosaur, you know. You need, mm -hmm. you need somebody more modern. You got to fix the problems in the uh, front uh, office. Don't, like, don't hit on Tony LaRusso. Tony LaRusso, at least with him, we won. Like we, we were at least relevant. Uh, Caleb, Caleb, Caleb now, Williams we already trashed with the socks. Caleb Williams already stated if whatever whoever get the number one pick, and if it ain't a team with with some sense. He already said he's going back to school. So the Bears get no more pick. Caleb Williams going back to USC. He ain't coming. He ain't coming to Chicago. If the mm. Bears get the number one pick in that in the Panthers get a top five pick, the first pick should easily be a, a left tackle, and that second pick should be the best defensive lineman you can find, and that's where you start to fix the Bears at. Marvin Harrison Jr. He he wouldn't be that's bad, true. but Justin Fields. Don't got enough time to throw him the ball. <laughs> no, he don't. Right. <laughs> like look at look at Jackson Smith over there in, in, in Seattle. A receiver, you know, is nice. You need receivers, but yep. I'm not spending the top 12 pick on a receiver with my offensive line in shambles. You know, maybe right. if you get a trade back, 
if you if you could trade back, pick up a nice lineman and another first round pick, yeah, I grab Marvin Harrison top five easily. He is one yeah. of the best players from last year. This year, Ohio State struggling to give him the ball for some reason, but that's another story. I don't know if, if the Buckeyes gonna be Michigan doing, throwing like that. But we, I'm we, telling we, you, they struggled to get him the ball last week. Now that was impressive. That's the name, right? That came down yeah, and he, yeah. he delivered right in uh, same yeah, token for sure. I was like, why are they not giving Marvin the ball? But possibly yeah, Notre Dame, you know, they, they was doubling up on Marvin and it was tough, uh, you know. So the other guy went the quarterback number four. <laughs> he went with his other options. And so Ohio mm -hmm. State is a they're a receiver factory, man. They are like a receiver factory. You want a top receiver, go to Ohio State. And so, yeah. Um Bears, man. Tomorrow, this is y'all chance. This is y'all chance, okay? This is a big week, okay? Big week, okay? Tomorrow, okay, you got the Broncos, who stink. And then you got the Commanders, who ain't all that. Who knows? Next Saturday, we can come back, and this can be a whole different conversation. Be two, that, should or, be two, that should be two wins to kind of get their confidence. So they don't win these two games. Uh, but I'm not even picking. I'm not even picking on the win this week, to be honest. Right, right, that right. Defensive line is, is something nasty, though. I don't know if yeah. we got the personnel to compete with them. I'm not going to get compete with that defensive line for Washington. Yeah, they got some dogs, yeah. don't they? Yeah. yeah. So sure. it, it, it they got the same quarterback problem. situation, it, but their receivers should be dogs. I don't know what what Eric Bieniemy doing to them boys over there, but that's another story. But, yeah, they um, seem motivated. <laughs> yeah. I don't they know. He's spreading the ball around too much. He needs to go back to McLaurin and Dotson and, and go ahead and move the sticks, and that should be a blowout against the Bears. I'll say that. Mm. Yeah, so we'll see, man, how the Bears uh, come out uh, tomorrow. On the other hand, fellas, let us do NFL reactions and overreactions now. And so this is a part of our segment where we just talk literally about some of the biggest things that are happening within the sport at the moment. And so with our NFL reactions and overreactions, uh, our first NFL reaction and overreaction, we'll start with you, Jamar. Then from there, we'll progress to you, Ian, and then we'll progress to you, Xavius. Is it an overreaction, Jamar, to think that if Chicago Bears offense looks bad this weekend, again, the Denver Broncos, that the organization will begin to look at tanking and moving on from Justin Fields? I would say that's uh overreaction just a little I bit. I want it to be because, overreaction. I want it to be. Yeah. Um my thing is um these guys still like like I mentioned earlier, Eberflus Getsy feels like 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 jobs are on the line across the board, like everybody. So you if you give up now, then you might as well just just leave Hallis Hall. Just just pack up afterwards. So um, so yeah, I think that's an overreaction right now. If we still in the same boat a month from now or you know, right before Thanksgiving, then yeah, that's a whole nother story. Hmm. All right, and your thoughts, bro. Uh, there are rumblings out there, as y'all know. There are a lot of rumblings out there for Justin Fields, and it hurts my heart to see it. Yeah, I know he's you know playing poorly right now. Um was he five and twenty-three as a quarterback with us? Yep, 13 straight losses, too, as a franchise. 
Yeah, man, that's crazy. Uh, it's a slight overreaction, but I mean, I probably won't say this if you know we lose these next couple games. It, it might not be an overreaction. Mm. Xavier's. You know, I'm not gonna say. I would say it's not an overreaction because if you look at it right now, the way Super Bowl contenders go, you got to win with a quarterback on a rookie contract because of the quarterback market. So mm. he's going into his fifth-year option right now. I think they'll pick that up, but that badgent, the, the the rookie from this year, he looks pretty good. I wouldn't be surprised if they're look if they look bad against the Broncos if he gets some burn. I would say that. So I think that as a GM, you have to be mindful that your window for championship with, with a court with a star quarterback is in those in those rookie contract years. So. I would say it's not an overreaction to consider Justin Fields a failed experiment if he can't start getting something going. Mm. That hurts. That hurts to even hear that. You know, being at how talented he is, being at what we've seen from him when he has the ball in his hands, you know, I, I, I just hope at least, fellas, that at least if this all gets bad, that the Bears at least in, just say, hey, Justin, go play your game. At least before all that happens at least before they try to get rid of him etc at least go play his game because right now it's very obvious to see that he is being a robot in a way all right um jamar said an overreaction to think that detroit lions y'all the detroit lions after banging the green bay packers should truly begin to be taken more seriously as in the ranks of an nfc heavyweight keep in mind that the one game they lost they should have won they really should have won that game um, and so just curious, fellas, should the Detroit Lions begin to be taken seriously as a heavyweight like the Niners and the Eagles, or do you put them in a tier under? So is this a um, rea reaction or? Um, I'm going to go overreaction for now. I mean, they're trending in the right direction, but there's no way if I line them up with the Niners right now or the Eagles that I say they they on the same level. They're, they're not just yet. Feel like there's still a couple of inconsistencies uh, in certain areas, but um, I will say this: they they definitely the cream of the crop in our division right now. So I, I'll give them that. Yeah, and your thoughts, bro? Uh, slight overreaction. Uh, I'll put them in a tier under, you know, those top teams in the NFC. But I mean, in my opinion, I think they for real, man. I think. Uh, what Dan Campbell is starting to what he's been preaching these last couple of years, you know, grit has been a, like I like a inside joke on this podcast, but I think it's starting to I think it's starting to work. I think it's starting to hit, man. I think he's starting to get his point starting to get across. You know, he got all his players that he wants to be there and I mean Jared Goff is he's he's playing he's playing, he's playing pretty good, so they got David Montgomery, a couple of running backs. They gave up DeAndre Swift. A lot of people didn't like that move, but this David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs, you know, uh, duo is looking pretty good so far. So I don't know. I don't think it will be a reaction in a couple of weeks. They keep winning like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Xavier. I mean, they were a preseason NFC favorite one amongst them. So. I don't think it's too much of an overreaction, not quite with the 49ers and Eagles, but definitely in there with the Cowboys. I would say Detroit would give you a run for their money, mm -hmm. especially they got a receiver that's been suspended, a, a top pick suspended for six weeks that comes back 
either next week or the week after, and that he can take the top off of defense. So with with that more speed, just opens up more running lanes for Montgomery. So I don't think it's too far off. Mm, yeah, and they offense already look fantastic with their receivers. St. Brown, yeah. Reynolds, these dudes can ball. They are balling out there. The tight ends are balling. Offense looks fantastic. Looks fantastic. All right. Is it an overreaction, fellas? Jamar, let's start with you. That the New York Jets should begin to take Collins Kaepernick's letter seriously if Zach Wilson goes <laughs> out and sinks up to join again this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Why y'all laughing, man? <laughs> For the same reason why you laughing. It's a super overreaction. We we're not doing this. We're we're, we're not doing this. Like like look, Ian. We like I I pretty much explained myself how I felt about that on your status the other day. Like look, it it, it ran its course. I mean, it it is what it is. And you ain't played in the league in like seven years now. It's like not not Colin. If you said pick up the phone and call Kirk Cousins, I'll be more on that. But but we, we can all agree that Disney Channel quarterback Zach Wilson, his, his show about to get canceled real quick. Yeah, the producers are getting ready to cancel that show, man, especially if he goes out of stinks up the joint tomorrow in Kansas City. Or no, they in New York tomorrow, but it's rumored that Taylor Swift will be at the game again. <laughs> so, and oh, It's curtains. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and bro. Uh, Kyle Kaepernick is, uh, I mean, it, I agree with Jamal, man. It's, it's an overreaction, bro. Like, let it go. Like, I even heard um, Pac-Man Jones even talk about it the other day. He said, you know, I was there when, when I was on Iron Athlete. And, you know, he seen him. I guess whenever he did his last workout, uh, when he when he's supposed to show up to a workout, and I guess all the teams were going to be there, and then he flipped the location. Right, to the high up. school, yeah. And Pac-Man Jones was like, I think they asked him, like, you think he can play now? He's like, no. You know, you haven't played in seven years. You know, that would be like me trying to play football again. And I haven't played football in over 10 years, like, in that capacity. Like, right. seven years, that's a long – I mean, even taking a year off is a, is a long time, you know, for, you know, being – playing professionally. Even if you were just playing, like, you know, rec league or, you know, semi-pro or something. That's a long time not to be playing uh, football. Football ain't nothing that you could just pick up and and just pick up where you left off from. Anybody that's played the sport or played any type of sport knows they don't work like that. They don't work like that in basketball, football, none of that. So I don't care how much you've been working out. I don't care how much you've been throwing the ball every day. I don't care how many push-ups you do, <laughs> how many times you've been benching 225. No, bro, seven years? Come on, knock it off, bro. Right, knock it off. It's quarterbacks that's them having played in a couple weeks that's not getting a call. So you think you're gonna get a call? You ain't played in seven years, right? Come on, bro. Knock Cam Newton. Uh, somebody said in the comments that Cam Newton had a better chance. Um, they compared to him. Yeah, but they're not gonna sign Cam Newton either. And I mean, to be honest, in that situation, that's a tough situation to be in. So you're gonna bring somebody off the street. And we've seen this with Cam Newton a couple years ago. It depends. So you're going to bring somebody off the street that doesn't know the playbook. And if I'm sure that that playbook is pretty thick and pretty detailed. Nobody's going to pick up a playbook in a week or two or three and then be successful. 
Not not unless you're bringing somebody in that already knows the playbook that's very familiar with the playbook. But that's that's very far fetched and it's not even realistic. So, I mean, they kind of in a tough situation with the Zach Wilson situation. It's like you know they have a team that's ready to succeed and take that next step. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, I thought Zach Wilson would you know I thought we got together, but. I don't know that that whole quarterback class right now ain't looking good besides Trevor Lawrence. It's really ain't looking good for them. Right. Absolutely. Yep. And so, Xavius, is it an overreaction, bro, to think, okay, that the New York Jets should begin to take Colin Colin Kaepernick's letter seriously if Zach Wilson goes out of stinks up to join again this weekend? (laughs) Funny guy, man. But the guy did, he only (laughs) asked to be on a practice squad. Which he just asked for a paycheck. It's all right to let him let him feel good like he wanted the boys, you know, like you sit your son there with the controller and he ain't playing it. He ain't gone, <laughs> he but, but he in the building, you know. Just let him, let him feel like he wanted the boys. Whatever. But no, like y'all said, no, Colin Kaepernick wasn't the best quarterback in San Francisco when he left, if I'm not mistaken. So yep. No, with New York, their issue is uh, not will, will not be solved with a with a Colin Kaepernick. They need somebody that can just deliver the ball to the receivers. And Zach Wilson ain't cutting it either, so they need to do something before they lose that team because that defense it's playing is playing lights out. They they working hard. Yeah, that defense could be a top defense if the offense not putting them in those bad situations. You can't go three and out every 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 series and expect your defense to compete. So they need to do something different, but Colin Kaepernick's not it. Of course, yes. And just curious, fellas, do you think that Colin Kaepernick did this from just a, a, a publicity stunt, you know, for his brand, for recognition, for people to know, you know, just continue to keep – him on their mind, and he maybe saw this as an opportunity. Jamar, I think so. But he just did this, you know, for for publicity. I think this is a publicity stunt. At this point, I mean, possibly because we 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 even himself, we all knew what the outcome was going to be. No, not happening. Right. So I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably was a publicity stunt, and he was in an opportunist, you know. <laughs> He's in the NFL, in a way, probably. Um, on the other hand, let's uh, move on, fellas, with our reactions and overreactions. Uh, to think, fellas, that if the Buffalo Bills outscore the Miami Dolphins this weekend, that they are the best offense in football and not Miami. Jamar. Uh, oh, overreaction. Oh, super overreaction. Uh, Miami, <laughs> like, it's crazy because last week <laughs> I said in order to beat Miami, you got to drop 30. But uh, apparently they, they they took that mm. personally and uh, went up I another 40 Personal. <laughs> Bro. Uh, no, nah, Miami is definitely the best offense in football. Like, you, you got to hope that they make a mistake on their own on offense at this point. You got too much speed, and the fact that they dropped seventy and Jalen Waddle didn't even play, like, like, let that yeah, sink in. Crazy, like, crazy. track stars everywhere. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, that's overreaction, man. Yeah, Jamal. I mean, and your thoughts, bro? Yeah, I'm with Jamal. Overreaction. Um, 
anytime a team drops 70 points in an NFL game, arguably the best offense in the league right now. I don't know what they're going to do this week, but that 70 points is crazy in a, in a, in, in a football game, period, let alone an NFL game. Right. Uh, Xavier's. Man, Tua got a good line, speed up and down the field that gets open and catches the ball and make you miss. There's no competing with that. Josh Allen, good quarterback, but he, he's not dropping dimes like Tua. He's more of a runner that it gets you out of position. No, that's a way overreaction. Yeah. All right, fellas. Tennessee Titans quarterback went out and stinked up the joint. Again, last weekend, maybe he had a lot of uh, help from the offensive line who might be just as terrible as all offensive line. So I'm curious to know, Jamar and Xavier's. Thanks up the joint again this weekend. Jamar, just an overreaction. No, 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 no. This, this, this is definitely not an overreaction at all. They, they, they should have moved on from this man two years ago, two years <laughs> ago. But no, they, you know, instead they keep him. They end up trading AJ Brown. AJ Brown comes back, blows them out, get the GM fight. It, it's the whole. He should have been gone a long time ago. They, they reached their ceiling at the the point where he basically gave away that playoff game. He, he, like, he needs to be gone. Period. He shouldn't even be in the NFL. Get him out of here. Yeah. Um, if, if, if Ryan Tannehill goes out of stinks up to join again this weekend, that the Tennessee Titans should begin to move on. Maybe go to Malik Willis. Maybe go to the new draft. Like Jamar stated, they should have did so. It's not an overreaction. They should have did that years ago. Um, Ryan Tannehill is not it. I don't know uh, who he knows in Tennessee or <laughs> the he got in Tennessee, but uh, Black he got to know something because if this if <laughs> this was any other team, uh, he would have been up out of there. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what what their deal is with Ryan Tannehill, but he, I feel like he's he's held them back. You know, they could have possibly competed for a championship. You know, they. Was in a game in Kansas City a couple years ago in the championship game, but you know when you got him at quarterback, it limits your, I guess your play calling or limits your offense. So now nah, he should have been out there years ago. Right, right. Not an overreaction. Not an overreaction. Um, Xavier's. I say again, it's not an overreaction. Even if he goes out and have a great game, Tennessee should already be on the phone looking at video for their next quarterback. Uh, Ryan Tannehill just got too old for the position. It's, he can't move and make the, the, the correct throws like everybody else. Mm. Yeah. Yep. And so, well, that includes our NFL reactions and overreactions. Let's now go to... A part of our segment, notable college football matchups. And so, 10 you took a right against uh, 19 Oregon State last night. Um, three Texas versus 24 Kansas today. As we know, number eight years old. Number 11, tough loss last weekend. They visited number 17, Duke, who 
Their quarterback stated their goal is to win the national championship. Check that out. And then 13 LSU at 20 Ole Miss. And so now uh, we will progress to our NFL Week 4 picks. And y'all let us know who y'all got. All right. So, Jamar, we'll start with you. And we'll follow up with you and Dan Xavius, myself. So the Falcons on the Jacksonville Jaguars in London tomorrow morning. And so, Jamar, who you got for this one? I mean, at this point, we we should know that one uh, London is the second home to Jacksonville. Jacksonville goes there every year. Jacksonville probably got mm -hmm. the biggest fan base there. Uh, I believe Jacksonville is the better team, even though you know last week that that was you know very uh, disappointing, and on their efforts. But uh, I'm take yeah I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and take Jacksonville and uh, in, in a home game for them over there. Right, right. Uh, and who you got, bro? Uh, I got Jacksonville in this one. Okay. And Xavier, who you got for this one, bro? Easy pick for Jacksonville. Receivers hold on to the ball. Most of these weeks, it's a way different situation. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I got Jacksonville. The Dolphins. Uh, Jamar, who you got for this one? Until I know for sure that a team can uh, outscore the Miami Dolphins, I'm going to continue to take the Miami Dolphins until uh, otherwise. So, yeah, I got I got South Beach. Ooh, check this out. The Buffalo's favorite to win. Uh, and who you got? Uh, I had Bills in the upset. Think that home field pays off? Uh, I mean, uh, well, te well, technically it's not upset if they favor it. <laughs> uh, Xavier, who you got? Bills missing the starting safety and Hill on the mission. I'm going to take the, the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I'm going to take the Dolphins, too. Um, I've been thinking that the Dolphins have been a good team for quite some time, and I've been thinking that uh, to a time Galova has been a quarterback that has been slept on for a long time. His biggest problem is just health. But as I've always stated, when he's healthy, he wins. Uh, the Ravens at the Browns, another big game. We got some big games tomorrow, y'all. Um, who you got for this one, Jamar? Yeah, and by the way, Jamar, I just want to point out, the Ravens should have beat the Colts last week. But shout-out to the Colts for hanging in there. And shout-out to uh, Mr. Gardner Minshew, um, and as well as that tall, lanky wide receiver. I can't think of his name, fellas, but he should be a fantasy pick. That lanky wide receiver for Indianapolis that can jump up and get the ball. Can't think of his name. He can play Michael, football. Michael Pittman? Pittman, yes, Pittman. Yes, yes. But I also want to point out Brown. Browns, if they get in the playoff, will be dangerous. You know why? Is they got a defensive line that gets to the quarterback very quickly. And so, with that being said, for this one, yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take the dog pound. I'm taking Cleveland to win this game. Mm. Yeah. And who you got, bro? Um. Uh, I got a uh, Cleveland. Okay, Xavier. I'm gonna go with Baltimore. Yeah, I'm gonna ride with. I'm gonna go with Baltimore. Uh, 
think Baltimore comes out and pull out a very, very tight game because they knew that they should have especially beat the Colts last week. Um, they had multiple chances. Um, all right, check this out, y'all. Broncos at our Bears. So, Jamar, your heart round with the Bears or you got the Broncos? Who you got? It's not too many times in the history of the league where a team gives up 70 points to get beat by 50, and they come out the next week and favorite on the road. Um, that's, that's crazy. Like, let that, that sink you know. in. That is crazy. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the team that got blown, that, that lost by 50 last week. I'm taking them. I mean, Russ don't look bad at all. And, you know, our secondary is banged up in trash. Um, uh, for what it's worth, I believe Sean Payton is a better coach than Eberflus <laughs> by default. Um, yeah, I think they're going to eat. And we can't stop anybody. Um, I'm Bronco country, let's ride. Hmm. Uh, and what you got, bro? Uh, pains my heart to say this, but Broncos country, let's ride. I'm going, with, I'm going with Denver. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. That's just crazy. Mm. Xavius. The whole show, I've been telling you what I think. And I know Denver should get in that butt, but the Bears got to have some love on the show. So, so I'm just going to take the Bears back. <laughs> all no, my, I'm with you. I'm with you. Bears the Bears got to have some love, man. <laughs> But it's going to be hard. <laughs> right. I think this is a close football game tomorrow. But I think at the end of the day, the Broncos find a way to Bronco. And and Jamar and Ian know what I mean by this. The Broncos could win a lot of games. They find ways to lose games. Um, sure. I firmly believe that the Bears would have turned over late. Um, and Russell Wilson is – we're going to continue the narrative about him. Um, and I think the Broncos come up short. I think the Bears actually come out and win this game tomorrow um, and at least get some folks quiet for the moment. But I think it's going to be a turn-up session tomorrow in Soldier Field. I got the Bears. Um, Jamar, I hope you're right. Shots shot on me that. tomorrow, Brandon, for the loss, man. Shots on me tomorrow if we lose. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, we got somebody got to rock. Somebody got to love the team, man. Somebody got to love the team, bro. Yeah, 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 man. Uh, and, and, you know, it's not really fun. I think the Bears can really beat the Broncos tomorrow. I think they can find a way to get their groove going. Um, they didn't got all this talent for nothing. Let Justin play, get DJ the ball, and offensive line just go out and hold somebody for two seconds. And that'll open up the field for the, 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 the backs. The Bears can do this. Cole Komet ain't no scrub. We got the team. Go and play. Lou Getsy, your old grandpa having ASS, and excuse me, asses for Bible and the donkey, your old ass need to go ahead and Okay? And if you do that, the Bears would be a whole different team. That preseason wasn't for nothing. That wasn't for nothing. Play the game. All right. And so I'm done with the uh, Bears for the moment. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I just got passionate. Um, Jamar, bro, the Steelers are playing good football. The Texans, however, don't look like a pushover team anymore. Um, so who you got for this one, the Steelers or the Texans? Ooh, this one is a little tough. Not, not even going to lie. Um, 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 
I'm going to I'm gonna take Pittsburgh, but I I don't have the warm and fuzzies as I usually say. I do not. Okay. And who you got, bro? Can you hear me? Fellas is in there. Uh, I don't see him. Um, yeah. uh, he right. might have stepped away for a second. Right. So, Xavius, who you got, bro? I'm going to go with the Buckeye, CJ Stroud, and the Houston, Texas. That that rookie don't look like a rookie, and he's making the right plays and the right reason. Tank Dale's right. new monster. Yeah, yeah. He looked really good for these uh, last, uh, you know, even before he got uh, – He's looked just really good, you know. Um, and he, he mistaken Jamar. He's five passing in the league thus far, and that is good. That's that's great, especially for a rookie. So, um, but I'm gonna go with the steel curtain. Uh, Steelers look good. They they look tough. Shout out to Mike Tomlin. How the hell he do this all the time? Anywho, Rams at the Colts. Rams put up a tough fight, y'all, last week. And it's very impressive on the road. Um, the Colts look like a tough team that could be a playoff team. Oddly enough, as crazy as it sounds, they look like they can challenge the Jags. See you. Do for this one. Uh, man, Anthony Richardson is back. That changes the dynamic, but I felt like he was definitely uh, – Formidable threat when he's out there. Um, oh, the Rams, as good and tough as they played in these games, they, they still, I'm still not a firm believer. Don't tell Victor I said this, but I'm taking the Colts. Okay. Okay. I'm actually going to take, I like, I like what LA is doing on offense. I feel like. They got the speed. Puka Nuka is making yeah, plays over the middle. Nuka top five Tutu in the Atwell league right been, now. Tutu Atwell's been burning them and getting open. So I'm going to go with the Rams in the shootout. I do like Gardner Minshew at quarterback better than Richardson. But I'm going to have to go with Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to go with the Rams in this one as well. Um, but I think this comes down to the fourth quarter. Um, I think this is a very evenly matched game. Um, and, and, and you back. All right, great. And so I'm going to go with the Rams. I think the Rams go in and pull out a late win. Um, Matthew Stafford actually been playing good football. He kind of looked like he was the old Matthew Stafford almost. Not exactly, but he don't look as nowhere near as bad as he did last year. Um, and so, and bro, um, still is at the Texans. Who you got for that one? Uh, I got the. I got the Texans in the upset. Okay. Okay. Yes. And for the Rams and the Colts, who you got for that one? Uh, I got the Rams. Um, they offense been playing pretty good. Kyron Williams, he's been playing pretty good as of lately. Um, like you guys stated, he's been throwing the ball to um, Puka a hundred million times. But I mean, he's he's been catching the ball, so I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Rams on this one. Right. 
The Rams go out and win this game, it'd be amazing. Be like, who thought the Rams would be here without Cooper Cup? Imagine if they had him. Um, all right, uh, Jamar, Bucks at the Saints. Who? Um, jeez, because I believe Jameis Winston is probably playing instead of Derek Carr. Uh, I don't know, man. This this one is this one is. I'm, I might, I'm pretty sure I'm going to lean towards the Saints because they're at home, but it's like, you know, Jameis and, and, and Baker, they, they like the same person to a certain degree. Um, receiving core is about the same. I think the Saints defense is a little bit more fundamentally sound than, than the Bucks. just a slight edge there. I think Saints right, special teams is actually defense. better. Yeah. Um, Alvin Kamara's back. That that may, maybe he might be a little motivated to do something this year. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna take the Saints here. Okay, and shout out to the Saints by the way for choking that game last week. Um, I felt like in a way they put the the brakes on Jameis. Um, didn't really let him play, but you know he led them down to a very easy field goal, <laughs> and the Saints choked it. And so um, they could be three and zero right now, but here they are. And so, Ian, who you got for this one, Bucks or Saints? Um, it's a tough one. Uh, Bucks have a pretty decent defense. Um, Derek Carr probably not gonna play this. He's not playing this week. Um, Alvin Kamara is back this week. Yes, sir. Yep. I'm gonna go with the Saints. I'm gonna go with Saints on this one. David, so you got. Jameis wants to have a big day and get us against his old. Okay. Team. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good to see. Uh Xavier, so you got Bucks or Saints? Um, I'ma just say who that. Give me the Saints. Um, should be a good matchup, but I just don't think Baker Mayfield. Actually, you know what? Lattimore always shuts down Mike Evans, and that's who Mayfield's been throwing to. So mm-hmm. give me the Saints in a fairly uh Low-scoring game. Mm. I got the Saints, but I think this has actually turned out to be a really good offensive game because uh, I just think that at the end of the day, I don't know who could really stop Mike Evans um, if if he gets the ball where he needs it to be. Um, I think it would be a good game, but I got the Saints at home. I got who that as well. Uh, the commanders, y'all, at the Eagles – so do the commanders, man, do they get out there and they sack Jalen Hurst tomorrow? Jamal, who you got? Um, I feel like the Eagles, I feel like they woke up a little bit. Even though it was already undefeated, but I feel like they woke up last week. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm fly Eagles fly on this one. Let me ask you this, Jamar. Do you think the Eagles have began to really play their best football yet? No, we haven't seen it. Because right. the adjustment period with the two coordinators went on to be head coaches, so it's it hasn't been the same as, as what we've seen last year. It was, you know, it was a more high power offense and stuff. Like it's not the same, but they starting to. I feel like they're starting to get their stride. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who you got, bro? Uh, what was the two teams? Commanders at the Eagles. I got the Eagles in a blowout. Okay. And Xavier, who you got, bro? 
I'm going to go with the com commanders in the upset. Like I said, I love that D-line. I don't think Hurts has been playing his best. And if they can stop that running game with Swift and Gainwell, yeah. the commanders will be looking pretty good. Mm, it's very interesting. But I think the commanders, um, they're just – I don't know. I think they lucked up. You know, they, they even struggled to beat the Broncos, remember, y'all? So I can't pick them against the Eagles. But I see your point, Xavier, because of that defensive line. But I got the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Uh, Bengals at the Texans. Do the Bengals get back to 500 tomorrow, Jamar? Boy, 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 boy. Man, as, as trash of a quarterback as Ryan Tannehill is, I feel like this <laughs> this is a trap game. This is a trap game. Um. I'm, I'm gonna pick Cincinnati, but I do not have the warm and fuzzies at all because I, I basically have the same feeling as when the when the Chargers came into the Titans, <laughs> like that uh, Cincinnati offensive line is not all the way there, and that's a concern for me. Right. But I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Cincinnati, but like I said, I, I'm not confident. Right. It's interesting. Very interesting because the offensive line been terrible for Cincinnati, and and yeah, people out there they even saying that uh, is it the money, is it the money for Joe Burrow now? Like, but it's actually the offensive line. That's the offensive line for Cincinnati that's really holding this team back because they defensive line they got dogs and they got some great backers too, some great linebackers, nice secondary. It's not their defense, it's their offensive line. Um, so yeah, and who you got for this one? I got, um, I got Cincy. I got Cincy in this one. Okay, Xavier's Bengals. I got the Bengals too. Uh, I think the Bengals take care of the Titans. Uh, although the, you, you make a very interesting point, Jamar, the Titans could come out and, and win this game just because of uh, the offensive line. Uh, and the, the Titans ain't they? They don't have a bad defense either. Low key, they got a great defensive line. Uh, Vikings at the Panthers. Vikings 0-3. That's crazy, y'all. But guess who leads the league in passing yards? It's your boy, Mr. Jamar. Mr. Empty Calories. Mr. Empty Calories. He leading the league in passing. <laughs> but rightfully so because who is he throwing the ball to that's leading the league in receiving yards? Mr. Justin Jefferson. But yet and still, the Vikings sit at 0-3. Do the Vikings get one on the board tomorrow? Jamar, who you got? Uh, this is round two of the toilet bowl game here. Um, but yeah, I, I I think Minnesota should win this game for for all you know poops and giggles. Uh, they they better win this game. Um, right. Yeah, they. I feel like they just they they're a better team now. Carolina comes out and win this game. Then at that point, you probably should trade Kirk Kirk Cousins for real, but. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got He's being rumored for the Jets already for some reason. I don't know. They, they, they literally it's being out there. Um, and who you got, bro? I'm going Carolina. Mm. Carolina and upset. Xavius, who you got? I'm gonna take the Vikings only because Bryce Young is back in at quarterback. He has not looked good, so uh, I'm gonna have to stick with the Vikings. Yep, you took the words out of my mouth. That's the reason why I'm going to go with the Vikings, because Bryce Young has not looked good at all. Um, 
Raiders at the Chargers. Uh, who you got for this one, Jamar? Look, man, I know, I know your guy, Jimmy G, all he does is win games, but um, <laughs> nah, I, I think Justin Herbert gets it done here. Even yeah. without Mike Williams, I think they get it done. Yeah. And who you got? Mm. It's a very interesting game. It's a tough one. I don't know, actually. Uh, Come back to me on this one. I got the I, I got uh I got the Raiders. I think the Raiders go out and pull us out tomorrow. I think the Chargers gonna find a way to do what Jamar. They are gonna find a way to charge. Xavier's who you got, bro? Uh, you, get, you took the, you took the words right out of my mouth. If Austin Eckler's there, completely different ball game, but he's not. Devontae Adams frustrated. Give me the Raiders. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah. I think I think Devontae Adams go out there and dominate. By the way, who is in top five in receiving yards in the NFL? As always, he's always right there. And so yeah, I got the Raiders. Um, you ready to pick in? You want to go to the Patriots and Cowboys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to pick. Uh, man, Deion, it's crazy because I got a Raiders hat on right now. <laughs> Devontae Adams, he dominated. He dominated last week. Yeah, what? Well, grown yards, man. He's a grown man. Yeah, no, he 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 definitely got me 40 points in fantasy, but uh, that's another. Story. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. I'm a man. That's tough. They just lost Mike Williams, though. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Raiders. Okay. I'm gonna go Raiders. All right. Yep. Yeah. All right. Patriots at the Cowboys. So, uh, Patriots got a, a win over Disney Channel quarterback, and the Cowboys actually, um, maybe they missed him. I mean, maybe they missed, uh, you know, Mr. Diggs. Uh, maybe they just took Arizona lightly, but. Let's see. So, Patriots, they come in as a tough-nosed team. You know, not a great team, but they come in as a tough-nosed team. Maybe they haven't played their best football. So, Jamar, who you got for this one? Patriots at the Cowboys. Dude, there is no way that the Cowboys should have lost that game last week in the manner they, that they did. That, they blew no it. Way. They blew it. Missed field goal. How many field goals they missed? Like three? Like, it was it was bad. Terrible. Just when I start to give them credit, look what they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna do something crazy. I'm gonna actually don't tell Dwayne I said this, but I'm gonna take New England. Mm. I'm gonna take the Patriots on the road. If anything, Bill Belichick is known for taking away your best asset, so they got to figure it out a different way. I don't know if they can yet. All right, and. Mm. You know what? I don't really go with Bill Belichick. I'm going to go with him this time, though. Mm. That was not. All right. I'm going to go with him this time. That was going to be a long warfare. Xavier, who you got? Give me the Cowboys. I'm, I'm going to go with them one more week. I know they got – it was a shock losing one of their star defenders last week. But uh, hopefully Prescott – Ain't a bum like he was last week, and he can get this one done. Right. Yeah. For that reason, yep, I'm going with the Cowboys as well. 
Uh, I think Cowboys are pissed off from last week, and so the Patriots just so happen to be in the way. They're going to be a tough opponent, though. It's going to be a good game. Uh, Cardinals at the Niners. Do the Cardinals go to San Francisco pull off an upset, Jamar? I mean, can I, I know we haven't done this yet. Can can we cocoon on this one, man? Yeah. Can't cocoon on three. Xavius means we all going with the 49ers in this case. All right. Yeah, right. Okay, cool. And so, yeah, we all got the Niners, and that one can't cool on three. Yes. And so, yes, Chief Shaw at the Jets. Um, is this another Cancun on three, or do somebody okay. got the Jets pulling off oh, an upset? Oh, yeah, for sure. Nah, Cancun can't for me. Cancun can't, can't on three. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. We all got the Chiefs. Yes. Do y'all want to actually do the Cancun, one, two, three Cancun, or just Cancun on three? Uh, feel calm. <laughs> yeah, either or. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll keep it as is. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, on the other hand, the Giants went out of stinky joint up again last weekend after having a miraculous comeback the week before in the fourth quarter. And then, literally, of course, we know what happened week one. So, um, the Seahawks at the Giants. Um, yeah. Jamar, who you got for this one? This is ugly. Um, I'm a yeah, this is ugly. I'm gonna take the Giants. Oh, okay. No one fuzzies here, but I'm taking the Giants. All right. And who you got? Man. Oh, sometimes I don't know how to I don't fucking trust Danny Dow. I'm gonna I'm go with the Giants, though. No love for Geno Smith, huh? I'm telling you, right? Crazy. <laughs> I think, you know what? It's gonna be like all of Seattle's games. It's gonna be a high scoring affair. But the Giants do got the better defense. I, I gotta go with the Giants. I'm sorry. I, I gotta go with the Giants. I'm going to go with the Seahawks, y'all. Geno Smith is looking like a Pro Bowl quarterback, Loki. He is balling out. Metcalf is out there balling out. I mean, you're, you're, you know, the little, little man out there balling out, man. He find ways to cut up in the Excuse me, but that, that uh, Seattle is very physical. He like a little baby Marshawn. And so I think he gonna out physical the Giants, and I think the Giants gonna get pounded tomorrow. I got, the, excuse me, but I think the Seahawks win this game. I got uh, Sa Saquon will be back. Okay, that makes it a better game for sure. They better uh make sure he gets the ball and he does his thing because if he don't do nothing, then the Giants. I don't even know who their receivers are. Low key, that's bad. And so, um, remember his name, Wandale Robinson. Okay. And so, hopefully, he goes out and he he balls out, man. Hopefully, he goes out and he balls out. He's a ball. So, yes. And so, that concludes World Our NFL Picks. We got a number of good games that will take place. And so, with that being said, let us now progress with one of our final segments. Of the early morning sports talk podcast and if you're ready for us bro we are ready now for in's basement what you got for us 
Um, so I do have something for it. Okay. Oh, it looks like so you know the I I can so you know the the hit that you know Travis Hunter took uh, maybe like a couple weeks ago in the Colorado State game um, with Henry Blackhearn. Um, they actually met up uh, I guess a couple of days ago. And actually, you know they did a little video and um, basically you know just kind of was just keeping a peace. You know people were sending you know the the kid. You know, a lot of hate mail and, you know, threats to his family and things of that nature. And, you know, they basically just came out of video and said, you know, it's, it's basically just a game. Um, Travis Hunter, he didn't he didn't take the hit, you know, way. he just basically chucked it up to, you know, that's the way football is played. It might have been a, a cheap shot, but he just took it as, you know, it was just football. So that 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 made me smile. It made me, you know, with kids like that. You know, a, a lot of us, I don't think a lot of us would have took that like that because it was a, you know, it was a blatant cheap hit and he ended up being injured, you know, for these next, you know, couple weeks and we won't see him play today against USC. But um, for him to do that, that was, that was big for, you know, for the younger generation and even, you know, people of, you know, of our age to see that, you know, is those two guys, you know, they know it's that is bigger than them and they know that kids look up to them and things of that nature. So, I, I applauded uh, Travis Hunter and uh, Henry Blackhorn for that. That was that was big. That was big. Uh, salute to those two guys for sure. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. Sir. Yep. So world, that concludes and basement for this morning. Thank you, and for that. Appreciate that, bro. So now, yep, as we yep. conclude our show, we end with what is called final thoughts and shoutouts. And so, Jamar, we'll follow up with you, and then Xavius. So. Fellas, as we head into the weekend, any final thoughts or shout-outs? Uh, two. One, um, definitely shout-out to our guests for joining us this morning. We definitely appreciate you, man. I'm glad uh, this time around, signal worked in right. Uh, appreciate your input, man. Uh, definitely come back. Definitely come back. Um, the second thing is normally I don't talk about this team because – my team's usually in a dumpster fire here, but um, the Cubs. I understand that, that the Braves like pretty much uh, put a real major nail into your postseason coffin here. But can you please do the city of Chicago a favor and actually get to the playoffs for us? We we, we need somebody, anybody. <laughs> like um, yeah, I'm, I'm, struggling. It, 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 it's it's terrible out here, man. Like three three of my favorite teams, their ownership don't know what to do. At all, and two of them was by the same owner, so therefore, Cubs do do <laughs> the right way. thing. Please do the right thing. Find your way in the postseason. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Cubs. Come on. Three playoff spots <clears throat> now available, y'all. Um, and those two uh, wild cards, they play it out. So hopefully, the Cubs, man, they can get that last wild card spot. They are battling right now with the Diamondbacks as well as the Florida Marlins too. So, come on, Cubs. And any final thoughts or shout outs, bro, as we head into the weekend? Um, yeah, shout out to Xavier for coming on with us, man. Appreciate you. Uh, good time with you this morning. Come back anytime. Um, yeah, just watch uh, watch a lot of football. Um, enjoy the time with your loved ones, man. For I appreciate real. it. Yes, sir. Facts. Yes. 
Xavier's, bro. Any final thoughts or shout outs we had into the weekend? <laughs> Most definitely. Shout out to you guys, man. Thanks for giving me another shot. I know the first time wasn't the best, you know. So, you know, I like I like y'all's perspective and having, you know, being on. I try to give y'all a listen. And uh, again, not even, I'm not a Cubs fan, lifetime Cubs hater, but shout out to them <laughs> for giving us <laughs> something to talk about. At least they competing, bro. They're not getting blown out, even if they don't make playoffs, you know. It's a good ride just having something to, to root against. <laughs> you know, I say it like that. I don't want to turn on the TV and just know, yeah, this ain't no loss, but how bad. So shout out to the Cubs for being in that position right now. Because that's all Chicago got. <laughs> mm. yeah. Bulls, Blackhawks, Bears, Sox, even the Flyers just being down in the gutter, man. Ain't had nothing, bro. <laughs> so, so shout out to the Cubs for that, for that, you know. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, Sky made the playoffs, but they made the playoffs right, fellas, off a losing yeah. record. But and they they got embarrassed by the yeah, Aces. The Aces but man, anything yeah. but the Aces, bro. They yeah, <laughs> we could have played anybody. Walking the door. Anybody, <laughs> they, man. Twenty point favorite. Yeah, you know, it's like I couldn't even shout them out for that. Like you made the play to play the Aces, you, you might as well just stay home. <laughs> yeah, they got embarrassed, man. The Aces looking like. They looking like they can win it all again. Very, very much. Now that's so a super now that's a super team. That's a super right. Team. And and that's that's even without candy. Right. Yeah. That's right. It's even without candy. Imagine if she was there, it wouldn't even be close. Um, and so yeah. Uh well, Xavius, bro, thank you. Appreciate you, bro, for joining us this morning. Man, appreciate you, man, and joining us and giving us your insight. Let's tell you watch your sports, man. Tell you watch your bears. Great insight on the bears. Appreciate that. And as you know, you are always welcome back on the early morning sports talk podcast. We definitely appreciate your opinion. We definitely appreciate your time and you getting up with us where you could be doing anything else with your morning. You decide to get up and be with us. And so we appreciate that, bro. Uh, thank you guys, man. You guys have a great yes, day. Hope you guys have a good one. And as always, you know, still Mustang love. I'm mad yes, I couldn't sir. see y'all out at the picnic, but always <laughs> yeah. keep in touch, man. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And so, world, with that being said, we thank you all for tuning in with us this morning on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. Remember, with God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. So keep God first. Uh, keep loving, as our brother Ann stated. And enjoy some football this weekend and enjoy some sports. We appreciate you all and your support. Much love. Have a great weekend. Peace. Peace. Peace.